Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Revelation 1. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for sending him to save us. He is amazing. Amazingly powerful, holy, perfect, He is in control and can do things beyond our imagination. Pray that we would understand more. Amen. Revelation 1 The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his slaves the things which must take place in a short time, and communicated it by sending it through his angel to his slave, John who testified about the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud, and blessed are those who hear the words of the prophecy and observe the things written in it, because the time is near. John, to the seven churches in Asia, grace to you and peace from the one who is and the one who was and the one who is coming and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to the one who loves us and released us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priests to his God and Father, to him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even every one who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn over him. Yes, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, the one who is, and the one who was, and the one who is coming, the All-Powerful. I, John, your brother, and co-sharer in the affliction and kingdom and steadfastness in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony about Jesus. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a great sound like a trumpet saying, What you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and to Smyrna and to Pergamum and to Thyatira and to Sardis and to Philadelphia and to Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice which was speaking with me, and when I turned, I saw seven gold lampstands, and in the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man, dressed in a robe reaching to the feet, and girded around his chest with a golden belt. And his head and hair were white like wool, white as snow, and his eyes were like a fiery flame, and his feet were like fine bronze, when it has been fired in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and a sharp, double-edged sword coming out of his mouth, and his face was like the sun shining in its strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead person, and he placed his right hand on me, saying, Do not be afraid, I am the first and the last. And the one who lives, and I was dead, and behold, I am living forever and ever, 
and I hold the keys of death and of Hades. Therefore write the things which you saw, and the things which are, and the things which are about to take place after these things. As for the mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand, and the seven gold lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. The book of Revelation is very different than any other book in the New Testament. Of Old Testament books, it is probably most like Daniel. One thing that makes it hard to understand is the way John uses word pictures to explain things. I'm not sure all of the reasons why he uses word pictures, some things we couldn't understand in plain language, perhaps, and prophecy in the Bible is often stated in a way that we don't understand until it comes to pass. John draws on the whole of the Bible for his word pictures. He will constantly reference things in the Old Testament without saying, as the prophet Isaiah said. So, if you don't know the Bible well, you won't catch the references. If your Bible has references in the margin, you can look them up to see where John is referencing the Old Testament. In general, the book of Revelation is a book of encouragement that God is in control. He is working out his plan, and he will win in the end. This is especially encouraging to people who are being persecuted. The book starts saying, This is the revelation of Jesus Christ to his slaves through his slave John. He says we are blessed when we read and hear these things. Then he specifies that this is to the seven churches of Asia. In chapter 2 and 3, he will have a short letter to each of the seven churches. Numbers in the book of Revelation are symbolic. So while John is writing to seven specific churches, that number indicates completeness or represents all of the churches. John says, grace to you and peace, which is a typical Christian greeting. But John says the greeting is from the one who is and the one who was and the one who is coming. I believe that this is the Father. It is perhaps a reference to when God said his name is I am to Moses. John says this greeting is also from the seven spirits who are before his throne, which is probably a reference to the Holy Spirit. And again, seven is a symbolic number. And John says this greeting is from Jesus Christ. And John says a few things about how Jesus has saved us. Then John quotes from Daniel 7 and Zechariah 12 about Jesus. The Zechariah quote is interesting in that when you originally read that, it sounds like the Israelites will mourn. But John is saying this applies to all of the people of the earth. God says that he is the Alpha and the Omega. This was the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet. So it would be like us saying God is A to Z, the beginning and the end and everything in between. John introduces himself, saying that he is sharing in the suffering for being a Christian. He was on the island Patmos, which people believe was a place where the Romans would banish people to. Not exactly a prison, but not much better. John says he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Christians have associated the Lord's Day with Sunday, the day Jesus rose from the dead, but that isn't specified in the Bible. John hears this loud voice behind him that tells him to write this down for the seven churches. Throughout the book, John often hears something behind him or has to turn around. John turns and sees Jesus, but the description is a strange word picture. 
These visual things he describes are not meant to be literal, but to have meaning. He sees seven gold lampstands, which reminds us of the lampstand in the tabernacle in the temple. Jesus is described as white and shining, and his voice is very loud. This matches some descriptions of God in the Old Testament, and also reminds us of when Jesus was transfigured on the mountain. He has seven stars in his hand and a sword coming out of his mouth. I don't think we are supposed to literally think Jesus has a sword coming out of his mouth, but the idea is probably that his words are powerful to destroy his enemies. It sounds like John passes out at the sight, but Jesus strengthens him and then describes himself. He uses some of the language about God, such as the first and the last. He explains that the seven lampstands are the seven churches, and the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. And now for a deeper dive. There are way too many things to talk about here, so I'll just focus on one that may seem unimportant at first. What does Jesus mean by the seven stars of the angels of the seven churches? I know of two interpretations that people have suggested. One suggestion is that, literally, God has assigned an angel to each church. The second is that there is a human being in charge of each church that Jesus is calling an angel. This is a typical question we have as we try to understand the book of Revelation. Is this literal or figurative? If it is a literal angel in each church, why would Jesus be writing a letter for humans that is addressed to the angel? Well, I'm going to give my opinion that the angel is a literal angel. For one thing, I don't know anywhere else in the Bible that an angel figuratively means a human. And secondly, it seems very likely that God has assigned an angel to watch over each church. In Matthew 18, verse 10, Jesus says, See to it that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you, that their angels in heaven constantly see the face of my Father, who is in heaven. So it sounds like God assigned specific angels to watch over specific people. In Daniel chapter 12, verse 1, an angel is explaining some future events to Daniel and says, Now at that time Michael, the great prince, will arise, the protector over the sons of your people. So it sounds like God has appointed a specific angel to watch over a specific nation. So it doesn't seem like much of a stretch to accept that God would assign a specific angel to watch over a specific church. Another reason I don't think this is referring to a person is that everywhere else we read about church leadership, it is a group of multiple elders who are leading a church rather than a single man. I know today we are used to the idea of a pastor running a church, but that isn't the pattern we see in the Bible. It was later on that one of the elders would become the leader and they would call him the bishop. And I think that is why some have thought that this represents a human, because they are interpreting the Bible through what we are doing, rather than interpreting the Bible through the Bible. Another reason I believe it's an angel is because the figurative picture was a star. And so Jesus explains that figurative picture and gives us the explanation that it is an angel. So it would seem odd that he would then give another figurative explanation instead of giving the true explanation. Just like the lampstands represent a church, and we don't further interpret that church to mean something else. But this is what makes the book of Revelation hard. 
because we really need to draw on a knowledge of the whole Bible to really understand it. Just like it's hard to turn to the last chapter of a book of fiction that we haven't read and understand the conclusion, but much more so when it is the concluding book to God's revelation to us. So, we will do what we can to understand the book of Revelation as we read through it, but don't expect to understand everything the first time through the Bible. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.